0: Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Take a Shot with Amem Joy Emma. I am your girl, your host, Amem Joy Emma. How are you doing today? I hope that you are doing well. Um, I'm doing well over here. Right now it is snowing in my little area and um, the snow is beautiful and I'm watching it as it's dropping and just painting my whole scenery white. And I remember I was telling somebody the other day that I love snow but I hate the cold. (laughs) So I love when the snow is falling. I think it's so beautiful, but I hate when I go outside and it's freezing cold. So I wish it would snow, but still be warm at the same time. But anyway, I hope that you're doing well. I hope that whenever you are listening to this podcast, that you're listening to it with some joy, some peace and love. I hope that you're having a good day. If you're not, as always, I'm sending you joy, love, peace, positive vibes. I'm sending that your way right now. Um, I'm so excited about today's episode because I got to interview an incredible person. Now listen, I'm always going to interview incredible people. That's just, that's just the way I roll. But I'm particularly excited about this interview because it is with Kendra Michelle. And this woman is somebody that I knew since high school. And you know, (laughs) I don't always keep in contact with people in high school because you grow apart and you know things life happens but I'm so glad that we've been able to keep in contact with each other because I've been able to see her grow and evolve and she's remained the sweetest the most humble person um, I've known and I'm just really excited because this conversation y'all we we get into it we get into building a brand and the mindset that goes along with that and just her story and it's it's I feel so inspired. I feel so encouraged and motivated to keep going. And I hope that you get that from this conversation that if you're taking your shot at pursuing your purpose, if you're stepping out, if you're saying 2019 is my year and you've declared that, I hope that you listen to this episode. And first of all, you get that you're not alone in your building, whatever you're doing or you're going after your dream that you get that you're not alone, but you get some tips in this episode because she drops a lot of jewels that you really need to catch (laughs) if you're pursuing purpose you need what she's dropping in this episode so i hope that you listen to it with an open mind i hope that you hear what she's saying and um you apply it and most of all i hope that you check out what she's doing because it's pretty incredible i am not going to keep rapping i'm going to get out of the way and i'm going to let you hear this incredible conversation i had with the wonderful kendra michelle First of all, I just have to say that I am so proud of you, Kendra. Like, I really am. And when you launch, and I was, because, you know, I was late to the party or whatever. Um, but when you, when I got on Instagram and I saw that you, you know, launched Hip to Malu, I was like, what? What? <laughs> <then it's> like, <laughs> I was like, what is going on? And then I was like, but it makes so much sense. Cause I remember when you used to work at forever 21 and, um, you know, you were like really getting into fashion. All. And by the way, I mean, I've known you, you know, I feel like I've known you for like ever now, but right. I never knew that, you know, it was such a huge passion of yours or whatever. So when I saw that, I was like, this makes perfect sense. And so when I saw, you know, you getting it and grinding and, coming out with your stuff I was just like this makes so much sense it's awesome I'm so proud of you you don't even I'm so thank you so much
1: that means so much to me it means a lot okay boo thank you
0: let's get into this because I wanted I don't want to take too much of your time because I know you a busy lady running your own business (laughs) or whatever
1: (laughs) but I'm happy to be here girl take all my time okay (laughs) okay
0: okay so I want to talk okay so you know about this podcast you know it is take a shot it's basically about you know purpose and my goal and my desire is to pursue purpose I'm very purpose driven and I want to pursue purpose and I love connecting with other people who are doing that too and my whole point of every podcast every episode that I do is I want to inspire people to like you know what I'm saying? You can do it, too, that, you know, I don't know what you're waiting for. You know, there are people out there just like you struggling with what you're struggling with, but taking a yeah. shot and going after it, too. And you're not alone. And my hope is to inspire people to do that. And that's why I, I was love like, that
1: message. I've always loved your message behind. Take a shot. It's amazing. A lot of people need to hear it. So I appreciate you. this.
0: Thank you, boo. Thank you. And, and I appreciate you because you, you know, you show others, you're exactly, exactly the people I lo- the person I love to talk to because you show others like, listen, you can do this. And I want, I want to get right into it. Okay. And I want to talk about purpose. And I want to talk about, is this your purpose? um and how did you come to finding out about this because you remember I previously said you know I've known you for what feels like forever now and you know I didn't even know that this was a passion of yours so how did you even find out this was your passion do you feel like this is your purpose talk to me a little bit Kendra yes ma'am
1: so I know that's so crazy that because you're not the only person that said that to me about they didn't know I was so passionate about it yeah it's it's something that I always kind of cut to myself because I'm one of those people that I need to know that this is what I want to do before. I'm just like, I'm going to talk about it, you know, because I don't right. want someone who's just talking and just like, oh, that's all she does, you know?
0: <laughs> right, right, right. Um,
1: it just had to make sense for me th- in order for me to, to feel confident in it. Mm-hmm. And that's really honestly the basis of Hip to My it all The purpose behind it is just encouraging and uplifting others to be confident in what they're wearing. And then that's also just stress and individuality too, because that's where it really starts at just being able to, to embrace your look and yeah. own it, and um, for me, growing up, that was a big thing for me because I wasn't that confident female. You know, I was always very insecure.
0: Really? And, yes. Can <laughs> <very laughs> I grew up with you, boo? What are you talking about? You never seem insecure.
1: <laughs> I and i I was really good about covering it up, to be honest. But I've always felt like that just because my shape and everything was very different from what was around me. You know, like I let that affect me and you know, you went, we went to high school together. You saw what was around us and everything like that. So it was hard for me to accept that I was, you know, different in my shape and my weight. And then as well as I was growing up, I was, I had a mother that was sick. So I, I leaned on food to kind of bring me that comfort, but I never really owned that. I was insecure until it was actually when I was dating Brandon. And I thought, that I'm covering up. Everything is good. Like, you know, that's why I always, I always wore jackets and everything because I just never was wow. really confident. And then one day we were just, me and him were just walking over like that. And he was like, why do you always wear jackets? And, and girl, I would wear jackets summer, spring, it didn't matter. Like that's, that's how insecure I was.
0: Wow. And I then did not know.
1: He, mm-hmm. And he said to me, uh, why do you always wear jackets? You know, so I'm just like, I don't know. It's just part of my look. You know, I just kind of brushed it off because I, I didn't feel comfortable to really say what it was because I never even really told anybody except for my mom. Honestly, she really knew what, what was and she kind of helped me through it. But Brandon was like that next person that I really opened it up to. And I was like, OK, maybe I really just really do need to deal with this insecurity, But, but back to this, you know, with the story with that. And he kind of stopped me. He was like, you're lying. And I was like, no, like this is just the outfit that I'm wearing or whatever. He was like, I know that you're insecure. And I wow. kind of looked at him like, whoa, okay. So this is evident then I'm thinking that I'm covering it up. Right. Right. He, you know, he's realizing it. So wow. things like that in like stages of my life though, where I kind of dealt with that, mm-hmm. that was what I wanted Hip to my Lou to be the purpose of just making sure that there's other men and women who feel confident and can own their individuality through thrifting, shopping, or whatever the case is. I just want to be the home for that.
0: Oh my God, Kendra, I love that. I love that because, you know, I'm in education, so I, you know, have young girls that like look to Instagram and look to these models on Instagram, and I don't knock it. You know, everyone has a different, you know, body type. I I believe that, but if you go, you know, on Instagram, it'll tell you the body type is, you know, big boobs, small stomach and a big butt. And that's the only body type that there is. And so they'll be like, you know, I want to be, you know, a model on Insta and I'm going to do what they do to get, you know, that because to get to that position or whatever position that they're at, because that's the only way. So I love that you're out here and you're showing people like, Hey, we come beauty comes in different shapes and sizes and you can right. be confident and sickening and, you know, a gorgeous outfit. And I, I just love that. I love that your, your brand has such a meaningful purpose because honey, it is needed. It is. Needed. It
1: is. It, it, it is, is very needed. needed. Very needed.
0: Now hip to my Lou is an interesting name. And I think it's interesting. I think it's fun, but I want to know the story of how you came up with that name.
1: Okay, so um hip to my loo. I I was always drawn into the word hip. I didn't know what it was or why it made me just so intrigued, but I always loved hip. hmm So I was trying to figure out, okay, what am I gonna name it? You know, I was kind of playing with different things at the time. This is about like two years ago when I finally was like, okay, I'm gonna launch you. So one day I was sitting there and I was brainstorming. And sometimes, you know, I'll play music when I'm trying to brainstorm or trying to get, you know, rejuvenated and things like that. Right. So do you know the song, it's a reggae song called Skip to My Lou by uh, Sonani? Sanani.
0: No. That came
1: on. And then that's the chorus. It's like Skip to My Lou. And I was just like hyped and everything. So I was like. Oh my God, that's what it is. It's hip to my loo. Hip to my lose. Oh, that's
0: Follow cute. My <laughs> oh my God. I,
1: I've never even told anybody that story, I don't think. But that's honestly where it came from because I just wanted something where you, when you see it, you're like, I need to go to this website. I need to Right. What is this? Yes. Click this profile. And um, it's oh. that's just, it's just young. It's hip. Or even if you're 30 plus, it's still something that, you know, it's like follow my lead, follow my fashion tips, things like
0: that. Just oh my god! So I it love is. it. I love it. It's so unique. I love it, Kendra. I really do. And you're right. When I saw it, it's, it gravitated because I was hip to Malu. That is that's unique. That's interesting. That's you. Right. That's fun. That's fresh. And it does make me want to click on it. Girl, you on your way, honey. Oh my gosh. Okay. A little something girl. A little something girl. I'm going I'm to look up and I'm going to be like, I knew her. I went to high school her. I knew her. I knew her.
1: I feel like I'm doing something to be on this podcast. So I'll never forget you. Oh,
0: thank you, boo. Okay. So for real. So I, when you launched Hip to My Lou, you did a whole IG video, right? And Mm -hmm. you explain the whole process. And girl, I found that fascinating. So we're going to spend a book because you talk, you give a lot of gems that you just throw out there. And I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, we need to to get into that a little bit more. Okay, so you talked about, okay, first of all, I could tell that, you know, from what you said, you put a lot of, you know, blood, sweat, and tears into just building this whole thing. And one thing that you said that was interesting, you said you work for two, you you work two jobs for 4 years to fund your dream. And I was like, oh my god, like wait, what first of all, how did you even stay motivated, you know, to work like two two jobs for 4 years to do that? You know what I'm saying? Like and there's so many questions right. I want to ask you. How did you stay motivated to work two jobs two two jobs for 4 years? That's crazy. First of all, <laughs> like I mean really, second of all, can you speak to because we often have dreams and, you know, like we have dreams and we want them to happen and we want them to happen immediately. Like what right. gave you that patience to, to keep pushing for four years, Kendra? I mean, what? Well, I was about to say,
1: I, I know in that IG video, I re, I went back and rewatched it. It sounded like I said, four, but it was a year. I wrote two Oh, Okay.
0: Year. A year. Okay. okay. I, okay. I was like
1: still a little stuffed up Cause during that time I was kind of sick and everything, but yeah, it was for a year, but either way, it it was a lot for me just because I've never been in a place ever to ever work more than one job. Okay. So, so, so that kind of played with me mentally a little bit like that because I was like, man, I feel like I'm taking steps back. Like, I'm I'm working two jobs and I'm burnt out, this and mm-hmm, that, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, you just have to keep in mind what, what your end goal is going to be. You know, at the end of the day, everyone, you have to find what's going to push you in order to make your – purpose happened, you know? So for me Mm -hmm. in October in 2007, I'll never forget this. I went to a networking event and it was, you know, it was a networking event where people did get their business going. There were some people who were in my spot. They knew what they wanted to do, but they're just trying to find the means to get it going and how. Mm -hmm. And the lady that was speaking at the time, you know, someone had asked her, you know, pretty much how do you get started? Like, because right now I'm at a spot where I'm just trying to perfect everything you know, that whole spill. Mm-hmm. So her response back, I still live with this every single day since she said this. She had said um, the ones that are trying to perfect their business or their brand are the ones that are really, you know, you're wasting time because at the end of the day, nothing's ever going to be perfect. Whether yes. you have all the money in the world, it's still not going to be perfect.
0: Yes.
1: But the, and of course, when you wasting your time, the scariest part of of it all is if you're in the same spot that you were this mm-hmm. year, next year.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And when she said that to me, it something just moved me. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like I'm sitting up here, I'm continuing to still being in the same spot. Yeah. And at some point, something has to change, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And trying to figure out, okay, well, this my nine to five is paying these bills, but how am I going to fund for me to? make my dream happen. So something has to change. So I, that day went home, trying to figure out what I was going to do, find that second job. And I just said, I'm not stopping this second job until I get hit to my launch. Cause wow. there's not going to be no more ex- excuses. I'm not going to keep trying to put this money aside to get it going. When I can, I have the time to bring in more income. I'm just choosing to not be burnt out.
0: Wow. You, you know? know, you know, what's interesting, Kendra, um, That is one thing this year. um, And I was actually going to put that on Insta today. So thank you, girl. But but, um, yeah, that is one thing this year that I'm like, perfectionism must go. And that's literally what it says. I'm I'm about to put that on Insta today. That's really what I had planned to put out. And um, that's the one thing because I realized like with you know, I was trying to be perfect and I was thinking about you know what are everybody going to think of me was you know but, I'm trying to you know it's an insecurity thing it is I,
1: the same phase
0: yeah and I was just like I can't if I want to do this like if I, if I drop the ball, if I fail, I'm gonna keep moving. And I, because the fact is at least I'm doing this, at least I'm moving. And you know, cause I was like in my mind, for some reason, I was thinking people are laughing. People are, you know what I'm saying? Like people are judging, people are laughing. So I'm just, I'm just going to hide. I'm not going to do this anymore. And it's like, no, you, you're not going to be, there is no such thing as perfect. You're not going to be perfect. You're just starting out. It's, it's, you're, you know, nothing starts out perfect. Just keep going. And so right. like, that was the thing like this year, it's like, you know what, no matter how, like the first, you know, I just released an episode and it was like, the audio isn't as great But I'm just going to put it out and I'm just going to keep going. So I love that girl. That's in line with those, those leaps
1: year. are, those leaps is what, Keeps you going those hurdles and like you said, even with your the voice the your the voices the things that was been going right with your video, your audio, and everything mm-hmm. like that. It's at some point you have to say, you know what, I'm gonna own it and it's okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, girl. Sometimes, yes,
1: like just clicks and that that's finally like the moments I started having. I was just like, you know, as long as I love it, I'm happy. Come and on. You can't, and, that, and that's the next biggest thing, too. You can't appease everybody. And that's yes. the that's yes. An error that everybody makes when they try to launch a business, a brand, or anything. You try to appease everybody when it's not going to be for everyone.
0: Yes. Oh, come on, girl. You preaching. Come yeah. on.
1: <laughs> okay? Like, you got to talk to yourself sometimes, and that that's all factual. What's for you is going to be meant for the next person, and that's okay if it's not for the next after that you, you, you just know wanted to be
0: okay with it right and you know what helped me with this i was i've been talking about this book for years and i'm still going to talk about it um it's called 30 days to table your fear by De- deborah pergays and she was talking about the fear of rejection and one thing she had said was like you have to understand like when you go shopping you you know you look at all the clothes and some of them you don't like some of them you do like and she was like some of the clothes that you didn't like does that mean that you know their value decreased because you didn't like them she was like, no, you just you, you you moved on. You didn't like those pieces, but their value, exactly. was still, you know, great. So I had to start thinking like that, like I'm still, you know, what I'm doing is still phenomenal. I'm just not for everybody. And I'm I'm OK with that. You know what I'm saying? It's exactly. Like,
1: exactly. Oh, that's the perfect answer. I love that. I need to read that book. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. OK, so I want to talk about. Your, I want to stay in this vein of your job. And I want to talk about how your past jobs, because it seems like you have a story um, from your IG video. It seems like all the jobs that you've been working, you've somehow been able to connect with people. You've been able to find and hone in on your passion, on your craft. So I want to talk about your past jobs and how you've used that to build yourself and to um, allow everything you've learned to help you launch this brand.
1: Definitely. So for me, in order to keep me motivated in my to get hip to my loo going was I purposely worked jobs that I knew I could gain something from to help wow. hip to my loo. I didn't want to feel like, and that's why you know I, I finished school and I did you know social work and everything, but that at the end of the day it didn't fulfill me. So mm. so for me I was like okay well I'll continue to work management roles in retail in order to gain that knowledge that I need to to further myself.
0: Okay. So every time
1: I went to each retail job, you know, I started, Forever 21 was my first retail job. And that's when I was like, okay, like, I really want to do this. And it's also too, the people who work retail, 85% of the time, they're the people who who are just as much loving what you do and they love it too. They're very much so in the fashion as well, too. Wow. 15% of it, you'll get people who are just like, oh, I'm just here, or you know, this is my first job. But if you really walk into an HM, a Zara, anything like that, mm-hmm. I'm I'm promise you 85% of them are just gonna be as trendy. You can trust them with fashion forward advice and things wow. like that. So you have to keep that energy around you. So even outside of me just trying to gain knowledge and to further myself with hip to my loo keeping those people around me helped too, because they were eating and breathing the same thing that I felt. There was other people who wanted to have their own brand or there were bloggers that I met through work. And some of these people too, like they were a part of, you know, my, my photo shoot for Hip to My Those were actual coworkers that wow. that were a part of it. So um, it all fell into place in And then it just goes back to just making sure that you're aligning yourself with the right people and the right jobs to keep you to further yourself was my end goal when I took each position that I took. So I went to Forever 21. Once I left there, I went to Francesca's, was the store manager for the first time. And that's what really involved me into just really owning my role and really learning how to run a business because I downsized myself in Francesca's too because at my end goal with hip to my Lou is owning my own boutique. So Francesca's is a small boutique. You run it as your own. You're styling and they're very big on that interaction of your you you want that customer to feel like they're walking into your closet and you're about to dress them. Mm. So you're gonna figure out what their needs are, where they're going, how wow. like, and you all those aspects you need that in order to run your own business as well too, because at the end of the day, what keeps your business sustained is making sure that your clients happy. So even taking that little bit of from Francesca's was a big deal. You know, right now I work at a small business um, called Natural Girls Rock, and it's the same thing, too. It's an online boutique mm-hmm. and a boutique, a physical location in Atlanta. And it's, it's the same thing, too. Like, I've gained the knowledge of what platforms to use as far as um, what website I should use and things like that, you know. So I've made sure that each job that I took aligned me to get to where I'm at now.
0: That's great. I love how intentional you were about yeah, pursuing. I love that because Kendra, I didn't need, in starting out with doing that. I didn't think that way. I didn't even know to think that way. Where did you get that idea from? Did you just automatically know this is what I need to do? Or did you get inspired by somebody to say, I need to work these jobs so that I can, I can get there. Because my mind didn't even go there.
1: It, to be honest, it was just one of those things as cliché as it sounds, continue to keep doing what you love. Mm. And I love interacting with customers. I love styling. I love fashion. Like that's what kind of kept me driven. And at some points, I did hit a point where I was just like, "Ooh, should I be doing this?" Because you kind of see your other friends and peers around you. They're working nine to fives. They're at the they're at the desk. They're not oh, working the weekends, you know. So you're like, "Ooh, am I in the right department?" Like mm-hmm. <laughs> you, kinda, you get unsure um, yourself, but at the end of the day. What their journey is isn't gonna be mine, you know. Right, that's good. So you have to keep yourself just afloat and just know, like, okay, I'm I'm on the right track. It's just taking me a little longer, but that's okay. But I just made sure I stuck to, you know, what as long as I'm happy and I'm enjoying what I do at work, that's what matters. And I can't compare myself to the next person or my friends and what they're doing.
0: That's it, girl. That is Mm -hmm. it. Now, talk to me, like overall, what has been the hardest part of just building this so far?
1: The hardest part right now has definitely been just managing my time as far as... Mm, talk about it! Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, but tell the truth. Because even though it to my makes me completely happy, I love it, I'm glad that I got it out there, it's still so much more that comes to it outside of, okay, to my is not paying the bills, so I still yeah. have to continue to keep working. I still have to continue yes. to keep for it. So... Managing your time, as far as am I gonna wake up at five o'clock in the Come
0: morning? Come on, girl! Yes, is, is going or yes. I, you know,
1: It's a lot of picking and choosing, and and it's go, It all boils boils down to as, as well as consistency. You have to be consistent with it, and that's mm-hmm. something that's kind of been a hurdle for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but every day is a learning experience, you know. <laughs> and right, it's right. And you have to know. You have to know whether you're a morning person or a night person. Are you really gonna be able to get your stuff done when you get off work? Are you mm-hmm. going to be able to wake up and sacrifice so three hours and then go into work? It, it's, mm-hmm. you have to find that balance for you. And that's what I'm trying to find too. And then the next biggest thing would just be, like I said in the IGTV, I'm not tech savvy, like period. Like, <laughs> I have no problem admitting that. So learning all these different programs, as far as just like Planly, where you can put in your um yes. I post ahead of time yes. or you know just operating because I wasn't even on Facebook like that and for from like what 2012 maybe up until this point of, mm-hmm. of last year mm-hmm. so I'm like way behind like no post no nothing so learning all that is a lot for me because I'm just like man like I'm your most basic tech person ever. As long as I can text and talk to you, I'm good. Mm -hmm. A little FaceTime, you know? So learning all these apps and kind of taking it in can be overwhelming, but just learning how to break that up too and kind of learn everything and find the purpose behind how it can help me um, is also something that I'm learning right now and there's an adjustment for me.
0: Yeah, girl, I feel you because the same thing with me as far as, you know, I have to, I have to, this year, I was, I literally was just telling my sister this yesterday. I feel like this year is already flying by girl. It is January. What? 12th. It is January 12th. It was just January 1st yesterday. Like, you know, okay. it's like <laughs> I feel like the time is flying by so quickly. It is. And I feel like you have to be intentional about your days or you're going to waste your days. Like you have to be very intentional about your days your hours because they're flying by like this and before you know it it's going to be december and so i know for me exactly what you're saying like i have to be that person now people you know people look at me crazy when i, I mean i don't tell people no more because i don't really care for opinions anymore but you know before, I when, I, <laughs> before when um i used to tell people like i have to wake up at like four thirty five o'clock And because this is important to me and this is my vision and this is where I'm going this year. So I have to, you know, my body, what do I want? Eventually I want to be able to travel to places and speak. So I want to be healthy. So I keep, okay, I got to get up. I got to work out. I got to eat. Do I have any opportunities in that area yet? No, I don't. But I'm preparing for that by getting up and working out and eating right because when I start to do that, I don't want to be, you know, lugging, you know, traveling around tired. That's the first thing. The second thing is, right, the second thing is I know I have to um, do all this stuff. Like, I'm doing all this stuff for myself, recording, you know, doing the interviews, back and forth, the administrative stuff, uh editing, you know, social media. I'm doing all this by myself. So I have to be intentional about the time and all you of it. The- you I, do I, have
1: to be intentional because one thing you can never get back is time. Once it's
0: yeah, gone, it's gone. Tell the people.
1: You have to take ownership of time. And like you said, you have to be intentional. Especially as we're getting up in that age too. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Every little day, move, month it matters. Mm-hmm. It all
0: <laughs> come on it all matters yep I want to talk to you about what is the most fulfilling part though we talked about the hard parts what have you what has been your most fulfilling mo- let me change that your most fulfilling moment like something happened that you were like oh my god it's worth it I'm gonna keep going
1: the most fulfilling moment for me so far with it to Malu was the the photo shoots is what really validated like oh my God, I'm doing this. Mm. So having like my friends come out, you know, I'm styling them, they're bringing their clothes and things like that. And um, and I, and I what made it feel fulfilling was that I walked into it already just like on a high. Wow. And then, you know, you're fulfilled when you're, even when it's all said and done, you're sitting back and looking at your videos, you're on IG like, man, we really did it. You're still on that high.
0: Wow. N- nothing
1: can take that from you. Like, that's when you know you've aligned yourself with the right goal, the right purpose, like you're in the right lane. And that's what made me feel so good was and I'm and I feel fulfilled is that when I'm doing things for hip to my loo, I'm I'm on a high constantly. It doesn't matter if I'm sitting up here reading different things about different apps that I need or programs that will help kind of get a hip to my lu going or I'm looking up content for hip to my loo. No matter what I do for it, it always makes me feel like I'm on a high. And that's that's when you know like You're really doing something that you love because you're constantly on the high. Doesn't really feel like a job. You're just doing what you love and you enjoy.
0: Yes. Oh my
1: gosh. That's the most fulfilling for me right now. Because, I mean, we all, you know, we have degrees, things like that. But end of the day, if you walk in that job, are you really fulfilled? Are you really happy? Are you even Mm. walking to work hot on a high? Are you down and out? Mm. That you have to protect your energy. So working keeps my energy just leveled. I'm happy it. And that's what really matters to me as I've gotten older. is just making sure I'm protecting my energy with the right things and people and everything.
0: That's it. And yeah. I want to talk, I want to talk to you about timing. So in your IGTV video, um, you talked a lot about you kept repeating this. You kept saying timing is important. Um, And there are a lot of people that don't understand that. Like a lot of people don't believe in timing. They're just like, just get out and do it. But you talk a lot about timing. So I want to ask you why, what do you, can you elaborate on that? Why do you believe in, you know, having the right timing? And how did that help you launch your brand? Timing for me is in sync with maturity. Mm.
1: For my opinion, so... Where I was two years ago, I wasn't mature enough to get That's this going, you know? Yes. And you have to, and the biggest thing about maturity and the timing is you have to own it. You have to know, like, I'm not in the right mindset to get this going. I'm That's not where I'm supposed to be at at this moment to get this going. And that timing comes from the growth and figuring out where do I need to be at to get this going? What do I That's need to the biggest thing is the change part. What do you have to change in order to get yourself where you need? Come to be? on. So for me, it took a lot of that, okay, changing as far as how I'm going to operate or do different things or um, not getting blindsided. And that's another big thing too, actually, is getting blindsided by what others are doing around you to make you rush to get, your, to, get to your timing. Wow. So people getting elevated in the things that you're loving to do, or you're like, man, why am I not there?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you can't compare your time into somebody else come on that's your time and that's okay and that's what the hard part for people is to accept that it's not their time and Mm -hmm. that comes with the maturity so who I was two years ago isn't who I am now just due to the maturity of it wasn't my time and you have to own that
0: that's awesome I love that and that's a big part of you know why i do this podcast because pursuing purpose it's it really is when you get your mindset right when you get you know what i'm saying how you think right like when you know you know because you have to have a certain amount of grit you have to have a certain amount not just grit but have a certain like you talked about timing you talked about oh my gosh i'm blinking (laughs) you talked about (laughs) um how you know it takes maturity And you're absolutely right. Like, it does. And you, you, if you come, if you're jealous, this is the number one of the things. Self-esteem, jealousy. Come on. All those things. If you don't have that together, you will sabotage yourself. I mean, I'm talking about- You
1: are naturally sabotaging yourself if you allow jealousy or self-esteem to affect what you're doing. Yes.
0: Oh, girl. I mean, there's so much fear Fear of success. Like I, re- I didn't even know there was such a thing as fear of success till I started. You know, actually, my one of my mentors a while ago, you know, told me about that she would she had struggled with that, and I was like, "What is?" I was like, "You're afraid to be successful. What you mean?" And I read that book again, Deborah Prigge's Thirty Days to Taming Your Fears. And shout out to my pastor who gave me that book who told me give it back to me I never did love you (laughs) right (laughs) (laughs) got to keep that gym (laughs) right and you know she uh, the the author talked about how you know things like procrastination things like she Mm -hmm. said you know the president of the universe can give me his contact information and say contact me and you know she wouldn't for some reason she wouldn't contact you know the person that gave her the card to connect and she just talked about those things that would she would just do even on like without even realizing it to sabotage herself so it's like a big part of pursuing you know purpose is that is maturity is learning like you got to elevate and elevation starts from within it's not about what you wear it's not about you know it starts from it's not about you know whatever it's about inside because when you elevate your thoughts, elevate your mind, when you level up for real, then you can go get whatever belongs to you because you radiate from the inside out. So Kendra, that's really I that's talk. So true. I talk about that all the time on this podcast. So mm-hmm. I love that. I love I'm a big that big believer in
1: that. I constantly speak on that. I want
0: I wanna talk to you about faith and your journey because a lot of what you said in your IGTV, you, you know, you were like, I'm grateful to God. And, and it just seemed like faith was a big part of your journey so far. So I want to talk about how that has played out for you. Um, how faith has really helped you in building this brand and in clearly in growing and maturing. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, faith was, has been a me since I've been very young, but I really feel like within these last like several years, it, it really has been like in tune with me and it's played a huge part in my journey because faith is just, faith is that first connecting power that keeps us in tune with God. Okay. Um, my favorite scripture is Hebrews 11 one, you know, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. And it's not the evidence of things not seen.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: in order for you to know, like, you have to put faith in your purpose first in order for God to align you come you know, on preach to the you people do, you do you you have to so as so now that i'm like really like that moving like that living testimony now that it, um hit to move has manifested have mm-hmm. faith in everything else that that i know that it's it's all going to it's all going to come pretty much it's all going to manifest it's all going to happen but that faith is that first that first step into knowing like you got to let God work for you. Mm-hmm. You always do it. You got to speak to him. You got to pray on it. And then you sometimes just got to let things go and just know like he's going to put you in these positions to get you Come where on. you to be at. And that's where the faith is. You have to know that he's going to align you. And then when you see that you're aligned, oh, there's no taking back for your faith. You already know. That's it. That's, that's it.
0: I love it, Kendra. I love it's it. It's always
1: been a big thing for me. And, and look, just looking back on my journey as far as or me starting out in retail in 19 and coming to this point and knowing that every little move has been mean, like meaningful and intentional, it all adds up. And that faith has just always been there. Sometimes a lot of us don't go back and reflect on that. Mm-hmm. Have, you have to go back and reflect and see, okay, where was my faith at? Or did I align myself to know that God put me in the right places or was everything personal wow. aligned with my purpose? And I had to self-check myself like that, too, because sometimes it's like, man, like, why is my journey happening as quick as everybody else's? Mm -hmm. But you have to go back and reflect on your whole journey to get you to where you're at now that you can kind of see where that faith aligned at. So faith has been everything to me. And that's what I'm always going to live by and everything.
0: Oh my gosh. I love it, Kendra. That's something I always say is you have to believe that something is for you. I mean, and I love that scripture that you talked about too, because you have to believe that something is for you before you actually see it with your physical eyes. Like you have to know, because that's, what's going to keep you is when it doesn't look like, anything and you know that that something belongs to you and that's that's that fuel that's going to keep you that's mine I'm gonna get it and I'm gonna keep going to get it doesn't matter what I see because I know it's going to happen that's that faith so I love that I love 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 that you're so right I want to talk to you about you talked about uh, the part of your journey where you realize that you're going to have to start cutting back on going out and doing certain things mm-hmm. and um I was like you know that fear of missing out is so strong because I remember you know there was a time in my life where you know I I was in a different place and I remember <laughs> a certain somebody would you know look at me and say are you always you know here or you know just having opinions about how I decided chose to live my life as far as right this is where I am and this I'm just gonna you know Develop. This is how I'm developing. This is what I'm doing, and um, that was tough for me at that time because I cared about this individual who I've never spoken to <laughs> this is after that. Whatever, but I cared <laughs> about that individual's, you know, thoughts about uh-huh. me, even though I didn't even know this person for real, for real. So, uh-huh. I want to talk to you about that decision on on deciding. Like, I'm just, I'm a, i am just i am I have to cut back a little bit because. I'm going to, and not that you gave up having a life completely, but, you know, what I got from that video was, you know, you cut back and you were like, "This, I'm going to build this thing. How did you have the fear of missing out? Did you have people that reacted, you know, weirdly to you deciding that you were going to step back um, and really build this thing? And how did you deal with that? Uh, For me, I really didn't have,
1: the fear of missing out. Cause at that point, like what I knew and said to myself, I need to cut back or you, it was honestly during that maturity phase though, too. Cause when you come, when you start maturing and kind of taking certain things out of your life and different for different reasonings, that going out kind of fades on its own. You know, it's mm. not, it's not nothing that's really forced. So mine kind of nat- naturally happened. Mm. So when my friends are hitting me up, they're like, do you want to go out and this and that? I was fine with saying no, because I didn't feel like I kind of got to the point where almost everything that I want to kind of do, it needs to have a purpose behind it. So
0: that's it. Oh, my God. So if I'm
1: not, if I'm going out to the club or a lounge, I mean, that doesn't serve a purpose for me right now. I could be saving that $20 for that. Come
0: on. That
1: that handy shot or whatever the case is.
0: Right,
2: right.
1: You almost like, and then when you're starting to get in that business mindset, you you naturally want to start Making more like meaningful connections, you want to know yes, versus, yeah, out and telling people no, you don't want their numbers and stuff like that. Like, you don't even want to be around the energy and the headspace. And, then, and I'm not saying I completely shut it out because there is times I'll go out, you know, my boyfriend or his friends uh, and things right, like that, Of
0: course, and fine,
1: but it's definitely slowed down a lot. But I never really hit that space of um, feeling like I missed out. Now, did it shift friendships? It did because I kind of noticed like. We slowly weren't talking. We slowly don't interact as much. But then I had to self because I was like, "Well, man, am I am I wrong?" But then I sat back and I was like, "Well, maybe that's what the, our season was. Maybe we mm. were just hung out. We we party, we drink, and then that made me feel like, well, were we even really friends on that level to begin with? Wow. Our relationship really was just hanging out. Wow, just, you know what I mean? Yeah, so you get older, you kind of realize." what some relationships were and what they are, and if they're going to continue to move forward. And if you remove this aspect of your life out, then were they really your friend for the right reasons?
0: Wow. that's And that's so true. And I, I forgot, well, a lot, a lot of people talk about this, but that's the hardest part about finally moving in purpose is realizing that you have to separate. It's very yeah. hard because it's easier when, you know, the other person may understand it or the other people may understand it or your other friends may understand it. But often I find that that's not the case <laughs> because, you know, people, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> people, you know, it's like, because you, you're in a different place. You know, I yeah. talked about this in a, in a previous episode, like you still want to go out and do all that stuff and that's fine, but I'm building something and it takes all right. of me to build this. I'm not saying I can't do that, but if you don't understand where I am right now, we can't do this because I got, to I got, I got to go. I got places. I go. Right. And, then, and,
1: it's, and especially when, because, you know, when we're building these brands and these businesses, it's just us. There's not a team come on. we're paying to do A, B, and C. It is us. So I got to protect every ounce of energy that I have. Yes. I'm getting myself aligned to what my end goal is because I'm going to be at a new place this same month, this time, this year, you know, like.
0: Right. That's it.
1: It, it really does boil down to that and sometimes that separation it's it's a little weird because then you start kind of seeing like your friend list is dwindling a little bit you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: that's hard <laughs> so
1: it's just like it's tough but then when you know like what your end goal is you kind of just you're like you know what I gotta make sure I'm happy or I'm or I'm getting to the places that I want to be at because no one else can get me there but me so right, you right. have to tell yourself you're making the right decisions and and if you're and if you can let your friend know this is what you're going on, and that friend still stick it around for you, then that's mm-hmm. mean, okay. This is a good, this that's is a good.
0: real one. That's it.
1: that's a real one there in your circle. But if you're if that friend's like, oh, here she go, being different, she's acting right. funny, right? She understand the level of growth, which means that's not your friend, right? You're gonna move on and separate,
0: right? And that's hard, but it's real, and it's it real. makes it makes me appreciate the people in my life that are like, I'm still here. I love right. you. I support you. I see you. Um, and who are like, all right. You know, because it's, it's the thing is, it's not about just going out, you know, to party. If I have a friend right now that's like, I just want to go out and, you know, party or whatever the case may be. And I'm just not in that place, but I support you and I love you. And I'm still here for you. That's cool. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, me too.
1: I feel the same way. I feel the same way. Ryan. Right
0: yeah like it's not I do you I don't you know care but as long as now when you start to, to feel like you know you're being different and you you start to act all kinds of funny because I'm starting to do something different where you could be doing something different with me we could be doing this together but you know you starting to act a little different and getting offended at the fact that I'm yeah. not in the same place anymore it's like you got to go because I got to go, you know what I'm saying? So I love it.
1: It, And that's the difference that you have to see. Like you said, it's either your friends are going to be supportive or they're going to be that one with that negative tone talking about you're being different. Then it wasn't a real friendship to begin with.
0: I said, girl, that's Mm -hmm. it. Preach to the people. Listen, you talk about, you know, collaborating with Uh, small business owners instead of trying to reach people at the top and I love this because I just had a a conversation with somebody else who said the same thing about working together instead of you know working instead of trying to reach those people at the top and that I think that's the one thing that we we miss is you know we're trying to do it together but it's like nah I see Kendra doing something let me let me reach out let me you know what I'm saying like so I want to I want to talk to you about your thought process behind that and why you feel like it's so important
1: my my initial thought process about it was just i I'm where you're where they're at, you know mm-hmm. so if if I can help sustain their business, I would love to do that because that keeps us all in the mix of trying to still keep us afloat in what we're doing and it's it's hard because when you first launch a, a business, the people who are supporting you are your friends, your family, Mm -hmm. or people who, who have heard word of mouth, but it's not those real niche of people yet. That's going to keep your business and those relationships with them sustained. Yeah. If I can help sustain someone else's business, that's, you know, they're still getting it going. They don't have thousands and hundreds of thousands of people keeping them afloat. I'd rather keep that person afloat versus the person that has all these other customers, keeping them going and sustained. So it's just my way of trying to ensure that I'm, I'm blessed in helping others that are in the same boat as me out because I'm right. see the competition. It's yeah. You're, yeah. They're my competition on paper, but then in the day, we're all in the same field and we're all, same, all business owners, but we're all here to help one another out too. Right. So I do my best to make sure that I'm connected with other people who are big into the thrifting scene. Like you wouldn't believe how big it is, but people just are not aware of there is people who are doing the same thing as me reselling, but just on a platform and just really making sure that you're taking care of those people because those are the same people who are going to take care of you.
0: That's it, and that's, that's, what, that's
1: what it goes, that's what it really boils down to.
0: I love it, Kendra, because I remember, and I think Issa Ray said this, and it stuck with me, and by the way, today's her birthday, so, you know, shout out to Issa Rae. <laughs> yeah,
1: shout
0: out, that's a girl. <laughs> um, but I remember she, in an interview, I forgot, you know, who was interviewing her, but she talked about how she worked with the people right beside her and it's the people that are beside her that is you know that she puts on and whatever stuff that she has right. she invites those people back to come on you know her TV show or whatever project she has going on so it's like if Kendra wins and everybody attached to Kendra is going to win so it's exactly. really it's really dumb to try to be like you know it's competition for what bro we're in this together if you win i win if i win you win let's go right. like you know what i'm saying
1: Right. And it's just and then it's just an ongoing, like just a building of a network. That's word of mouth to help yeah. you fill your business things. Like there's no need to have that negative energy of, oh, no, I'm not about to bang with her because, you know, she's doing what I do. No, we can mm-hmm. all do it at the same rate and we're all going to do things differently. And that's fine. But it's nothing wrong with helping one another out. And I feel like that's what like you said, that's the issue in a lot of us not being able to thrive the way that we want to thrive because there's not the proper networking going on and keeping mm-hmm.
0: each other right. So I love it, Kendra. I really do. I really love it. And uh, man, I'm excited to see, you know, how, how you build and how you build with other people. Because I know in the coming years that I'm going to, I'm really going to look at you and just be like, i that's my girl. I know her. I I, oh, I call girl. Her. I can call her
1: for me. That's (laughs)
0: it, girl. That is it. Trust and believe. (laughs) Listen, right. You said you worked with a small business owner and you talked about how working with this person helped shift your mindset. And when you said that, I immediately thought about mentorship and I thought about how important mentorship is. Mentorship or as one of the having people that were my mentor in in a period of my life was crucial for my growth and my change. So I want to talk to you about mentorship. I want to talk to you about your thoughts uh, on its its importance and um, how that has helped you personally in your personal life and your growth mindset and also in, you know, your business and launching Hip to My loo.
1: Yes, mentorship is huge, especially when it comes down to launching any type of brand or. Business or anything, just because whoever your mentor, ninety-five percent of the time has been in the same position as what you are. There is some mentors who who just speak the knowledge of the business, but haven't really ran it. But my biggest thing was, and that's why I went with my my boss Kelly, who runs Natural Girls Rocks. She's in that field of what I want to do, so there's mm-hmm. no better mentor that can teach me than her because she's mm-hmm. living it and doing it. So you're saving yourself so much so much stress from trying to figure out where do I start? Where do I begin? What what website should I use to get it going? Shopify or Sp- Squarespace things like that. You know, she's gonna she can already direct me to, all right, this is where you need to go because this is the you know, the cheapest way to go until you can get to the more expensive platforms to run mm-hmm. your website mm-hmm. or okay, make sure that you're not don't try to promote the people who don't want your stuff. Not everyone's gonna want what you want, and that's okay. But this this person's gonna want what you want. And this is the cheapest way to keep this relationship going is to continue to keep selling and keep that person happy that's continue to keep that's buying from you, you know? Mm-hmm. So that person that mentor is naturally already on the same page as you. So when you have those conversations, she's already gonna, you know, that person can already feel where you're coming from. what you're going through. There's always going to be some type of response or answer that they can give you to what you're going through. So that's something that I definitely recommend to anybody that's getting anything started. Do your research into people who are around you, who um, can potentially help you or teach you where to go into your business or, or, you know, learning how to run a brand or even blogs, things like that. Don't be afraid to reach out and, and network to these people to see if they can potentially be a mentor to you because Most of us that started from the bottom are going to be glad to help the next person because from anybody else, we're going to do it because we know the ins and outs of it already. And you'll have those few that might be a little selfish and want to kind of keep that information to themselves. That's fine. Just move on to the next mentor. Come on and and figure out picking people's brains. Don't, don't be afraid to do that. Closed mouths will not get fed. So that's it to find that mentor that can, um, help guide you and give you that that push to be like these are the things that you need to do and guide you in the right direction like I'm I'm completely big on that because for me when I came into Natural Girls Rock I had the the retail big background of a big box and those are brands who have already been running for years but to really speak to someone or be underneath the guidance of someone who started this ground up from just doing YouTube videos making hair oils in her house and getting it going into this big platform of people who, who's working underneath her and getting things going. It's a whole nother level of knowledge that you gain that you'll never gain from, from someone that's just trying to just feed you business. This is someone that's running it and they can guide you in the right direction and give you the right ins and outs.
0: That's it, Kendra. But I have I have a question for you. So what about the girl that's like, Kendra, I hear you, but I've been looking for a mentor for a long time. I've been reaching out. And, like, I've had no luck in that area. I can't find anybody. What would you say to that girl or that boy that's like, what do I do? I really want to find a mentor. I can't find a mentor. What do I do? What's your advice?
1: My next step for that person would be doing research into into people who who I – how can I say this? Like, they're getting – they can teach you business, so – Like some people, like, for example, there's this um, lady that I follow, she's the six-figure chick. Mm -hmm. And no, she's not ran a clothing brand or anything like that, but the steps that she's given you is the right layout to get you going in the right direction. And then you could potentially network with people to get you there. That's it. Um, So starting off with her is, you know, kind of getting a few journals or notebooks that she pretty much lays out that foundation of, okay, are you making sure that you're focusing on the right niche of people? Do you have your website domain? Do you have an email? How does your, you know, she, um, she can kind of lay out how your social media platforms are looking. Do they look clean? Are they professional? Did you do this to kind of clean it up so people know directly when they go on your page, this is what you're selling. This is what your bio should say. I would start there. That's and then like- kind of get that platform going, the next step would be, um, the biggest thing I was doing too, is going to networking events and I didn't even have it to my loop going. I was just kind of going to fill people out, get knowledge. Uh. I, was, I was putting it out there, putting myself with those people who are doing what I'm doing, getting to know them, because those same people are going to tell me, have you looked into this app? Have you started doing this research? Picking people brains that way. Cause sometimes DMing and emailing isn't the best way to get to people. Sometimes you just need to leap, put yourself In that pool of people, and talk. You know, Mm -hmm. you put out or phone out, in your notes, and you're talking. You're grabbing business cards, and when you've grabbed that business card, you've just made that connection. So now it's your time to utilize it, because then at that point you can be like, "Hey, I met you at this networking event. We were interacting about A, B, and C. Do you think we can meet up sometime and speak one on one?" That's it.
0: That's it. That's it.
1: Some people are afraid to leap and get themselves in that right position of the right people when you can really just go on a VIP, right. And your connection is right there. Just go to the event and you'll be okay. You know, that's and it. We'll there.
0: I love it. Kendra. And that's one thing, you know, that I, you know, I'm probably going to talk about a little later in my you know podcast and episode just about mentorship. And, you know, you, I know we want to, you know, you want this great mentor, but it, I love how, you know, you first said like, what, what resources are you looking up? Like, are you, intentionally looking up because you know you're ready for a mentor when you're pursuing it yourself and that meaning you're looking up right. book you're looking up resources that, that's when you know because the thing is like you don't want to waste people's time you got to understand like people exactly like, <laughs> like right people got people got things to do places to go people to see things that, that they're building so it's like you you want to make sure that you the worst thing, and I've, I've 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 had this happen where where you know I'll be asked, hey, you know, can you can you mentor me? And I'm like, okay, sure. But when I go there, there's resistance to everything that I'm saying, and I'm like, so yeah. you're not ready. You're not ready. You're not ready. Right. You know when you're ready when you are actively. Um, looking up the resources yourself you're actively getting out and going to events you're actively doing that because by doing that you are now going to if people are going to see you know what I'm saying you're going to be seen exactly. you're getting and the thing about it is I know people the people that you know don't believe this but You can start with looking at people online. You can start with, you you know, having somebody that's virtually your mentor, even though they don't know you, is they keep speaking to you for a reason. And so that's the person that you follow until, and that, you know, whatever they're saying, if it keeps speaking to you, that's who you keep following until, you know, you're built up and you transition to whomever else. But that's how you do it. You don't just, oh, I'm trying to find something, you know, somebody, nobody's coming to me. Get up. To get, get
1: out. <laughs> Okay, say
0: <same. laughs> responsibility for your life. Like Dude. look up the resources, go to the events, and it'll start happening for it you. It will start like. happening.
1: You have to sometimes you have to make it happen. And I'm glad you, that you said this too. You can't go looking for a mentor and not be able to take open criticism or yes. like you have to go into everything open minded because you're gonna end up hindering yourself. You're gonna keep continuing to perfect something that can't be perfected, or you're thinking that you did all this research, but you haven't even done the half of what this mentor is trying to tell you that, hey, this is potentially going to be good for you. So always go into any type of mentorship, open-minded, and just be accepting to taking any type of criticism or pros and cons of the situation. Just soak it all in and be
0: open to it. That's it, Kendra. Let these people mm-hmm. know because some of them really don't know.
1: <laughs> but then it's like, do you even want to know? Is the real question. Like, Come on. Yes. Healthy, you, But you're not allowing me to help
2: you. So, so I move on. Corner, but you're
1: not going to waste my time. Either. Come on. Like, like I got I time heard to waste. i mentors talk about that. And just, it's so crazy because in every mentor, any type of position I've been in, I've always been open minded and, and been able to soak in because. Wherever you're going, you're getting some type of free knowledge. Like, mm-hmm. me, yeah, I was working nine to five or working at these jobs at the end of the day, being underneath certain managers or DNs, I was getting free knowledge. And you have to take those opportunities when you can. So if there's a free networking event, take advantage of it. If you have a mentor who's willing to sit down with you at Starbucks, no charge. Mm. Don't even question them. Take notes. Like, yeah.
0: Show up you know? on time. Show up five minutes early. Sit there so they know you're not yeah. playing games. Like,
1: Exactly. So they know that this is what you want to do because like you said, nobody wants their time wasted. So when you get off that energy, you've already ruined that potential mentor mentorship for you. You can't yes. do
0: that. Let people know. Now, and staying, I'm maybe not staying in this vein so much, but I just want to know, your inspiration like who is i'm going to talk about two different types of inspiration i'm going to start with fashion okay on your hip to my loop page you have some celebrities on there that you know you talk about you know them being an inspiration and just you know talk about you know their style or or whatever so i want to know who's kendra's like go to people like when you look at them you're like Yes. Like, just yes and amen and all of that. Who are you? I- <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I feel that way about a lot of people. But for me, as far as celebrities, um, there's, like, a, a few main people. But I'm also big on bloggers just because those bloggers are everyday people like me. So with celebrities, um, on Hip on loop like I've posted, I love Asha Tear. Oh, my gosh. That mm-hmm. is my girl. Like, everyone knows that, too. And I think it's just the connecting of we both have blonde hair, we're big into fashion and she's from Baltimore, Maryland. And okay. It's out of um, LA for her, but she's the owner of Front Row and she's just, she styles for celebrities. She's very involved with like um Diddy and she was involved with Kim Porter and everything like that. Like oh, she's wow, a big deal for, you know, for girls that's like me, you know, black females who are trying to get this going. So she's really that big person I look into and I kind of follow her and keep up with her. Another big one when I was young has always been Khalees. I love Khalees. Mm. She came out the storm with all these these big curls, pink hair. She's screaming on the track, popping in the video. <laughs> like, I have always loved Khalees, and then when she dropped Bossy, I was like, "Oh, this is my girl for real!" Like, and she just owns it. it doesn't matter. She's one of those people. Like growing up, if you really looked at her, she wasn't trying to be this clean cut girl. She owned if she was gonna have, you know, no. Not everyone does this, but, you know, boobs out, whatever, you know. Right, like, right. That, that was her. Hair green, it didn't matter. She's tatted up or, you know, she owned that. And that's that's my biggest thing, too. That's what fashion is. You have to own what you have on and rock it confidently, not worry about who's talking about you. Come on. You. you keep it moving and you know that you're happy in your outfit. Those are, like, my main two go-to people. I love them. And then yep. as far as bloggers... A lot of my friends are actually the people who kind of keep me inspired or people that I know through other people. So there's this one blogger I follow. Her name is Hilo um, Lex. She's based out of DC. Okay. She's actually um, a store manager of a DC Target. Crazy. Mm. And she is just like, just so high fashion. She teaches you how to um, pretty much chop on a budget, how she kind of got started. Because, you know, oh, now wow. she's getting more of the labels. But she kind of gives you those gems of websites where you can, buy, resell of Chanel bags you know like that. She was like, I, I had to start somewhere too. So this bag isn't new, new. I got it from someone else who bought it before me, you know?
0: Wow. Okay.
1: That's also something that's a driving force behind him to my Loop too, because some people kind of look at thrifting as like, is looked down upon them, you know, like mm-hmm. there's someone else for that. All you got to do is wash it and keep it moving, distressed it. And <laughs> And if you really think about it, when you're going to these stores, there's about 50 people who didn't on this shirt that you're about oh, to buy. Wow. So what That's makes so it true. any different? You know, so you still true. go home and you wash that top because you know it's been tried on. Yeah. So I love her because high looks, uh, because she pretty much owns like I'm good with not having a new bag that didn't come out of the Chanel store. I'm happy with what I have. And I love that.
0: I love it, Kendra. And, um, This is, my
1: friend Candace, I met her, through. she was a visual manager at Forever 21 at the Virginia Beach location. Mm-hmm. And she has a, um, a blog and she's just everything. Like she's just, she owns her look. She's into the makeup and everything like that. So I'm big on just girls who are just like me, natural, you know what I mean? Just right. an everyday blogger that you can relate to on a day-to-day basis who are just like you with the nine to five and things like that. So I'm big into more so being inspired by bloggers now.
0: I love it. Now, who are some people that, you know, you're like, I like the way they do their business and run their business. Who are some business, uh, inspirations that you have?
1: Business inspirations would definitely be my, my own boss. Her name's Kelly Jefferson. She's also a business and life coach. Mm -hmm. Um, And she's just, and I, and I love what she's doing just because it, she makes you understand like, okay, look, yes, you're, you're going to run this boutique, but then also you need to have other different ways of having income come in. So mm. taking that knowledge of how you got your business started, that's what she did. She flipped it into like, well, I'm going to become a business coach because I can speak to what I've done and teach somebody else to do. That's it. it. And that's just like pretty much what Oprah did. Oprah had her platform, but then she took it to the level of um, having a magazine, a book mm-hmm. club, a mm-hmm. team you know? So those, the people who are generating different revenues are the are the people who I really like follow into now, you know? Okay. Um, so those are like my main two inspirations as far as just making sure I keep that business mindset. And then also too, um, Crystal Perkins, she's the owner of God and Golds. if you haven't heard of it. Okay. It's an online boutique. And she also just opened up a store in Perimeter Mall in Atlanta. And um, just watching her evolve too has been very big. She has a faith tribe where you can draw in her mentorship and she's um she does monthly phone calls and everyone just kind of prays they talk they interact and they get their goals going too so same things like that is where I want to get to I want to be able to have my own little tribe of females who come to me and come for me to mentorship because that's what I've always been big on it's just
0: that's being being
1: big sister that mentor to someone so I want to ticket to my loot of that level too
0: that's awesome Kendra that is amazing now I want to talk to um just fashion overall because there are some people in the world that look down on fashion when you say you know I'm into fashion and I'm running my boutique there is this um this I don't even know how to say it this Oh, that's, it's all about vanity, you know, Oh, you (laughs) don't care about the way you look. And I found that, you know, just, I mean, just in when you're, when I'm not feeling well, when I'm feeling down, I remember um, one of my mentors, she told me, listen, when you're not feeling, when you're not feeling well, when you're feeling down, dress up. and and I was like "Uh uh-uh I'm not feeling well (laughs) like I'm gonna wear sweatpants she's like "Uh uh-uh dress up that's gonna make you feel better it's gonna make you because you look good and that's gonna make you feel good and so she was like that's when you pull out the baddest and you wear it when you don't feel you know well so I want to talk I want to talk about that when it comes to you know Fashion and style, and how that correlates with confidence and self esteem. I want to talk to you about that, especially because you talked about, you know, in the beginning of, you know, in in high school, how you know you wore jackets and you hid yourself, and now you're into fashion, and now you definitely don't hide yourself anymore. Um, right. <laughs> I want to talk about how that fashion helped you build your self esteem and your confidence.
1: So for me, fashion. Period is self-esteem and confidence. Fashion um, mm. will also tell you a lot about someone's confidence. When, for example, if someone's wearing bold colors, loud colors, you know, prints, whatever, mm-hmm. their confidence is on a ten. Like you, you can look at someone and tell, oh, she's a confident female. Wow. No validation, nothing. Mm-hmm. But when you when you instantly feel like you're not on. Like, you know, something's not, when you feel off and you feel like you haven't asked your friend, how do I look, this and that? Not only Mm. can you sense it, everybody in the room can sense it because you're naturally going to start falling back. You're going to kind of sit there not really interact with people because you don't feel confident with yourself. So fashion really does start that when you walk in a room, you feel confident, you feel good, you're going to own it and you're going to be that personable individual because if you don't feel like that person with what you have on, you're you're not gonna be that person that's gonna light up a room like it's done like you're just gonna be sitting there you're just gonna be that fly on the wall but, right and it hinders you so for me that's what fashion kind of became and how I started to overcome my insecurities and things like that out of high school it really started with me when I was in forever 21 because I really growing up I really I was into it with fashion but I really started owning it when I got in for 1 because I had peers that were around me that enjoyed and loved what I did, too. So mm-hmm. naturally, y'all are all going to come in, popping at work. Oh, girl, you did that. Look at that outfit. Or you're right. collaborating with people and things like right. that. You know, so, um, so for me, then that's what built up my confidence was like, OK, I'm putting together things. I don't care if I'm not the skinniest girl or anything wow. like that. I'm owning what I'm wearing and I love how I feel and, and it's so crazy because what I'm thinking that people are gonna be like oh why is she wearing that those I'm getting compliments I'm not even the skinniest girl and that's fine. Wow. That whatever like because because when you're like that when you when you own like you're not that skinny girl like you have your stomach out or you wearing something that's fitted or whatever and you're still rocking it people sense your energy Mm, so okay. that's what's really attracting people is that she's owning it and doesn't care, and you can't take that from her and you sense that, you feel that when someone's rocking that type of outfit, whether you're big, small, whatever, you know in someone's self-esteem or energy when they're on and they're feeling it and they're good. So that's why I stress fashion as a big thing for me. That's the starting point into in order to to kind of own and get over insecurities, is feeling good within yourself through clothes or, you know, eating correctly, things like that. It all starts there.
0: That's good, Kendra. I want to talk to you, uh, keeping in that vein, I want to talk to you about, you know, some girls and maybe there's a girl or, you know, a boy out there that's like, I want, I'm just getting interested in fashion. I, I, maybe I don't want to start a fashion brand or anything like that, but I want to Mm -hmm. start to find my style. And I don't know what that is. How would you you know, guide that person and finding out what their style or what their look is? What should they, how should they figure that out? So from
1: what I would recommend somebody is, um, I think the biggest thing is, again, is social media. So mm. don't feel like you have to have labels on it in order to feel like you're fashionable because that's not even the start of fashion. Oh, wow. Fashion, it really just starts with knowing what do you like? What mm-hmm. color do you like? If you want to wear yellow in the winter, you wear yellow in the winter. Mm-hmm. If you wear white in December or after Labor Day, then you wear it. You know, you break rules and you own it and you're okay with that. If you want to wear loud patterns because that's how you feel, then wear it, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like that a lot of that hesitation of what we wear is because we're like, oh, what are they going to say about me if I wear white pants? And it's after right. You know, there's really no rules to fashion.
0: Wow! You wear
1: what you want to rock, and you love it. You and you enjoy it. So that'll be my biggest thing first is telling them, "Well, what do you like?" And then what what makes you not want to wear it first? So we can break those barriers first.
0: That's good.
1: Um, and then when you rock it, have that attitude behind it. Like for me, (laughs) I really, honestly, I have like three different alter egos when I when
0: I go out wearing. (laughs) What? Okay, break it down. (laughs)
1: Because when you wear something, if there's some type of attitude behind it. You don't just wear an outfit and just be like, oh, I'm cute. If, right. you're, if you're on, you're on. So right. for me, Kendra Michelle is, that's my, my hipster, urban, trendy girl. You know, I put my Vans on and my chugs. You know, I'm cute. Mm-hmm. And I put a little flannel around my waist. You know, that's my street wear. Mm-hmm. And then, Kianse is very just, you know, I'm classy. That's my czar girl. I'm very clean cut. You know, a little blazers or something, and some heels.
0: That's my sophisticated girl. You know, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just laughing at the Beyonce because it's Kendra and Beyonce, but I love it. You know, I'm here for it because you know I love Queen Bee, so I'm here yes, for it. You gotta
1: love Queen. That that's Beyonce. Just I'm I'm Boston. I'm suited up. That that's Beyonce. Mm-hmm. And then there's. Keisha is she's about to shut down the club, the lab, have oh, wow. a good time. Like <laughs> wow. And to, and to make it fun. Like that's what I tell people. Like it, it's so funny because my boyfriend and his friends would be like, oh, she's Keisha today. Oh, that's I'm, so cute. Because I'm gonna be bold. Like right. you have to put people in that aura of under understanding you. You know, like if yeah. they're your friends, they're gonna know, like, oh, she's Kendra Michelle, she's Keyonce, whatever. Like, you have to make them understand, like. Oh, fashion is something that's serious to me, or I enjoy it, or something like that. Right. And you, and it is different attitudes about it. So, whatever mood you're in, and that's gonna fit. Like I said, the Kendra Michelle or the Keonce level, or the Keisha level. So, um, that also ties into letting that person know that's trying to find out what, how to get started in fashion is. Well, how are you feeling today? Like, like your boss said, and I agree with her. I mean, your mentor when she said. That's when you want to be cute when you're mm-hmm. when you're sick because it's like you're already not feeling good and then you're not looking good. Oh, mm-hmm. that is a no, no. Right, you right, right. Mm-hmm. If, if you still have to keep that attitude and that mood going. It also goes back to just, you never know who you can can meet. Mm,
2: that's you it. can get a
1: Starbucks mm. and just meet anybody, but that's your it. physical appearance is what's going to catch somebody's eye and make mm-hmm. them interact with you and take you seriously. So you just always have to make sure that you're on whether it's different levels of, okay, I'm going to be the trendy girl today. I'm going to be the czar, clean cut girl, or I'm going to do a little bit, but not too much, but I'm going to still make a statement when I'm walking out. Those are all things that kind of ties into. So I would just make sure that the person that, that's trying to get started, I would ask them those things to get them started and put them in that mindset of fashion is a mood all day, every day. Wow. And you have to find that mood to to filter yourself in, just figure out what you're going to wear for the day.
0: That's good. Now. Uh, what advice would you give to somebody that is inspired by what you're doing, and you know, and said you know I want to launch my own brand too? Um, where would this person be able? Where would you advise that they start?
1: I would, I would recommend starting with who do they want to cater to first? Because okay. a lot of us just leap into a business just, but not knowing who who are you going to fulfill that? That's the first thing that you have to start off with. Mm-hmm. And then the next step after that, I would look into um, people who are doing the same things as me to kind of get inspired and figure out different ways of how you can kind of hit the market and run into. So how you should kind of come on the scene or steps that you need to do. So that, so I would do that first. The next step is making sure people you're trustworthy. They need to see that you're able to speak fashion, you know, it, Mm-hmm. You're eating and breathing in it too. So, blogging, taking pictures, or whether it's even putting up another fashionable person that's in that same industry as you, they at least know, like, okay, she's not just running a business just to run it. Like, this is what she loves to do. So, you have to show that you can own that as well, too. Okay. And okay. And that right mentor after that.
0: Okay. Now, Kendra, I want to talk about your vision for Hip to Malu. I want to talk about where you see hip to my loo what you're paying for us a picture of what hip to my loo is going to look like in the coming years
1: so in the coming years hip to my loo will continue to keep being an online shop um like i said come spring i'll start partnering up with um business owners slowly that fit that brand of hip to my loo so very unique eclectic retro as well still i'm going for different standout pieces Um, And then over the next three to four years, I wanted to become, um, I want to have my own storefront. That's my end goal. So being able to just have that destination, someone can come in and, you know, they're enjoying themselves shopping and they're finding pieces that stand out to them and they feel, you know, that's what I really wanted to become. And then also I want to be able to go to like vendor shows across the United States, things like that to attend, to really get hit to my loop going and um collaborating with different bloggers and things like that really keeping it realistic is my biggest thing so networking with people and connecting with people who are everyday people like me mm-hmm. to just keep it authentic and real and organic interacting and building with hip to my Lou. that's that's my goal hip to my Lou.
0: okay i well girl i'm looking forward to it kendra and like i said before and i'll say it again i'm so proud of you and i'm just to see how far you've come and how much you've grown. It's just an honor to. Girl, I'm sorry if you hear <laughs> what's going on right now. My, uh, my, uh, what's call it called? <laughs> the person that lives above me is marching right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're good like, like you said we gotta keep rolling with the punches girl that's <laughs> it
0: girl but um I'm just so proud well, of you Thank you
1: so much I really appreciate it so I mean, much that means
0: a I, lot. I can't wait to see like what God has in store for you I really can't because I know you. it's gonna be great and you know I'm right but I'm right here I'm cheering you on and I just know great things are gonna come out of what you're doing
1: I appreciate it I know you cheer me on girl you've been the same person since high school and to this point. So I really appreciate you t- always being supportive and being there in my corner. I really do appreciate it.
0: No, thank you, boo. Now, tell the people they've heard about Hip to My Lou. They're like, OK, OK, OK. I want to shop there. Right. So <laughs> tell them where can we go to shop uh, for um, get pieces from Hip to My Lou?
1: You can definitely and please go to Hip to My dot com. OK, but I also I cross sell as well, too. Um, so I'm also on Depop on hip to my loo dot um just hip to my loo i'm sorry I also sell them vented as hip to my loo as well too and then of course you can shop with me on facebook through my online shop which would be going on facebook shopping hip to my loo
0: okay well i'm looking forward to it girl i gotta go look i gotta find pieces that fit me and i gotta rock it honey yes I-
1: rock it and own it with confidence that's yeah. the goal
0: i sure will now where can we find you online
1: you can find me on all social media platforms at Hip to and um, then also my personal blog. Um, Instagram is Kendra, so K E N D R A A, so it's two A's at the end. Mm-hmm. Underscore Michelle with two E's at the end.
0: Okay, Kendra. Well, thank you, Boo. I thank love you. you. This was I so such
1: a good time. Thank yes. you so much.
0: Come back. I like I'm serious. I, like, I
1: will you let me know when you need me back. I'm here. <laughs> I'm always
0: going to support. <laughs> thank you, Boo. I appreciate you. It was good, right? I know. I know. You don't got to tell me twice, honey. I told you it was good. You don't got to tell me twice, okay? Now, what I want you to tell me is what your favorite takeaway was. I want to know what your favorite part um, of this uh, episode was. What was one thing that you took that maybe was a, a a lightning bolt moment for you? I would love to hear all about that. Um, there are three ways you can go about sending that information to me, letting me know, and that's on Insta. You can uh, leave me a comment on um, my instagram or uh dm me at memjoyemma um, also, you can uh, send me an email at takeashotpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Again, that's takeashotpodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And then lastly, you can send me a voice message. You can go about doing this two different ways. You can record a voice note on your phone and send it to takeashotpodcast@gmail.com, at or you can send a, a voice message. You can download the Anchor app and send a voice message via the Anchor app as well. Either way, I look forward to hearing your thoughts on this episode your takeaways from this episode because I I generally had so much fun um, talking to my girl and I learned so much and felt so inspired and and felt so much like you know a part of a community felt like I was I was not alone and I hope that you got that vibe as well. I hope that you in pursuing your dream and going after what you're doing that you understand that you're not alone and that we're in this together and we're learning together and we're taking a shot together in different spheres, doing different things and that you're a part of this too Um, I love you I appreciate you and as always I can't wait to talk to you on the next
2: episode Bye guys No, no, no No, no, no The girls them I got me hypnotized. They make a bad man feel alright. yeah, yeah. Man, I tell her when she gone low. Say you gonna get me when I'm on low. Man, I tell her when she gone low. Bad man, I put you in a photo. I count down, she put me on a rundown. Go down, she give me on a loop now. Go down, anywhere you wanna go now. Bad man, me put you on a first pass. No, 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 no. So baby, it, you can't do Calling all your friends may You say say Bad man, said she won, said she really won, did she try to be the one,